Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And here we go. And now, two goofy, wacko, out-of-touch homers. Just brutal radio. Just horrible. Live. 41 yards. From Elliott Bay. Can you feel it now? This is Softy and Dick. So I actually made like a, a photo collage on my phone, which just means I took pictures. That's all it really means. Okay. I, I don't even know how to do it. Photo collage. Yeah. Any, I don't know, Jackson, editing software, Photoshop, whatever. I Teach me, please. Teach me the ways. Okay. And I'm taking pictures, screenshots of the VenueKings.com website for tickets for Thursday night for the Laker Buck game. Yeah. Okay. So halftime, they were 248 bucks because LeBron had 20 at halftime, right? Yes. Halftime, they were 248. Uh, three minutes later, they were a buck 56. Two minutes after that, they were down to a buck 39. <laughs> Five minutes after that, they were $113. And by 9.01, they were 105 bucks. And now they're $63. Can you imagine? The poor bastards that bought tickets for that game on oh. Friday when they were 600 bucks well, each, we, and now they're freaking worthless. We talked about it, and we said, do you take the gamble? Because it's really an all-or-nothing gamble. You either buy the tickets for 600 bucks, and you're going to be able to sell them for two grand, yep. or you're going to be able to sell them for next to yeah, nothing. They're like lottery tickets, yes. man. They're worthless. <laughs> May as well wipe your tushy with those things. But uh, we'll talk about LeBron today. There's, uh, I was telling Ian this, that I, I don't know Dick... And Mike Florio will join us in three minutes, by the way, from Radio Row in Arizona. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk some NFL. I don't know if there is a debate out there in the history of sports where one side of the debate thinks the other side of the debate is a freaking idiot if you don't yeah. agree with them. Yeah. When it comes to this LeBron and Jordan thing. I mean, it's crazy. And you know what? If you take Michael, it's because you're an old out-of-touch boob. And if you take LeBron, it's because you're an ignorant youngster. You got no idea what the hell you're talking about. Get off my timeline, right? It's crazy. It is nuts. I don't get it. And I said it yesterday on Twitter that, look, man, I think if you are dismissing one side or the other, I think you're just being stubborn. You're exactly right. You're being stubborn. You cannot dismiss the Jordan side. You cannot dismiss the LeBron side. Now, if you want to just talk about greatest career of all time. Let's leave greatest player of all time aside for a second. Right, right. Then I can argue that it's one-sided. Well, Bill Russell might have it in greatest career if you want to go that far. Well, if you want to talk about just wins, but I mean, if you just want to talk about numbers, I mean, LeBron's got 6,000 more points, 4,000 more rebounds, 5,000 more assists. He shoots a better field goal percentage, better three-point percentage. He's got seven more All-NBA selections. He's got three more first-team All-NBA. I mean, you want to talk about better career? Yep. Yep. Then I can give you the slam dunk for DeBron- LeBron. Right. I can't give you a greatest all-time well, slam dunk for LeBron. He's also played longer than MJ. Uh, uh, that's to his testament. Right. That's a testament for sure. to him. No question about it. He never played college basketball, right? Michael had to spend three years in Chapel Hill, uh, so who knows if he wouldn't have walked away, but he walked away. And he came back, and then he played for the Bulls, and he won three titles. He came back, and he played for the Wizards. So I, I happen to think this, that sometimes I get a little queasy. Well, not queasy. I just get maybe uncomfortable, slightly uncomfortable, like after a bowl of chili or something like mm-hmm. that, or Chinese food or a grand muffin and a cup sounds, of coffee. Doesn't that sound good right I now? get a little bit uncomfortable when you just look at career numbers because when, I, when people ask me, 
like who's the greatest athlete you ever saw, it's Bo Jackson. And Bo Jackson did nothing right. because Bo Jackson got hurt. Right. Sandy Koufax, right, had like a great five-year run yep. and then shut her down. Mm-hmm. So we, you and I have both seen incredible athletes that don't have the career numbers because either A, they just were unlucky with injuries like Bo Jackson was, right. or B, because they just said the hell with it. And I, I just kind of wonder if Michael Jordan hadn't walked away to play baseball or been suspended by David Stern for gambling, whatever your <laughs> conspiracy theory is, would he have won eight in a row? I think he would have won eight in a row. Very good. And chance. if he played those four and a half years that he took off between the two championship runs and then when he came back for Washington, all he would have had to have done is average 16 points a game and he would have been the yep. all time NBA yep. scoring leader. So it's almost like a matter of preference, right? Which style of basketball do you like more? So we're going to talk about this because this is going to lead to a freaking fight. It, like riots in the streets, text messages. this that's, LeBron that's Jordan true. thing. We'll get to that. And Kevin Harlan, by the way, we'll ask him who he would take. Let, let's let He'd him be settle a the gr- bet. He'd be a great let's person to ask. let Harlan settle the bet at 5 o'clock tonight. Mike Florio joining us right now. It's time for our weekly conversation with Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. Brought to you by Simply Seattle. Tired of buying and repping the same old Seattle sports gear everyone else has? For the best Storm, Seahawks, Mariners, Kraken, Rainiers, Sounders, and not to mention the largest Sonics collection in the world, check out simplyseattle.com. Now with Mike Florio, here's Softy and Dick. How dare you? All righty, big thanks to our friends at simplyseattle.com. I saw where they have the uh, the dad hat collection. The Husky dad hats are on special yep. on sale right now at simplyseattle.com. Jackson, you could be a dad maybe one day, so soon? I mean, you may as well just be ready. Soon? Right? Did you Pretty say soon? Inevitable. About two years, a year and a half, oh, two years oh, I thought you I had thought some news for us on the air. <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> Jackson's like, you got some news for me? <laughs> uh, dad hats at simplyseattle.com. Use code KJR15 for a discount on anything on the website. Here he is joining us right now from Arizona, the king of all NFL media, our friend Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com. How are you, pal? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Had to make sure I got my phone close to my mouth. Don't want it to sound like I'm six feet away. I know that's a problem. You've objected in the past. I want to make sure I'm the proper distance away from the microphone. Yeah, Beautiful. We filed a complaint with the uh, Telephone Distance Committee, and apparently uh, we have won our case. So we appreciate you uh, jumping on board and doing things the right way. But Tell us about Arizona, man. If I could measure it properly, I would stay 41 yards away from the phone. How many yards is that? 41 Ah. yards. Uh, Tell us about Arizona. What's the vibe like down there? What's the big story? What are people talking about down there, man? Well, you know, I'm caught up in the quagmire that is Radio Row, and we have a revolving door of guests. So I'm a little bit disconnected from the run-up to the game. And then the commissioner had his state of the league press conference they call it that but he really doesn't provide an update on the state of the league he just stands up there and answers questions many of which seem to be canned pre-planned they know who's getting the microphone the most powerful person at any press conference is the person distributing the microphone but he did make some news by number one suggesting that nfl officiating has never been better which okay and second he suggested thursday night football could eventually be subject to flex, which mm-hmm. seems like a tough situation to pull off for a variety of reasons, but again, okay. And it's the almighty pursuit of the dollar or the pursuit of the almighty dollar, as the cliche would go, that would cause the NFL to explore that, to make those Thursday night games more compelling. And I think that's what we're ultimately going to see. They're going to have a flex for everything. Sunday, Monday, Thursday. The standalone games are going to be the best games of the week 
and all the other games that would be regarded as crap are going to get stuffed into that 1 o'clock Eastern window on Sunday. Well, Mike, unfortunately, injuries are uh, you know playing a part in the lead-up to this, so not only with the Kansas City wide receivers, but with both quarterbacks. What's the odds that we hear a story at some point after the Super Bowl that Jalen Hurts is going to undergo shoulder surgery? Oh, Peter King said that yesterday on our show on Peacock, and it doesn't surprise me at all. It makes me think of just two years ago when Patrick Mahomes, three days after Super Bowl 55, had surgery on the tendon in his toe that had bothered him for weeks of the 2020 regular season and postseason. So won't surprise me one bit if something is cleaned up or repaired in that shoulder. It's been many weeks now since he injured it. He's still not 100%. They're not going to tell us what percent he is. Yep. But I'm more worried about him than I am about Mahomes. They've mm-hmm. been very transparent about Mahomes' ankle. With Jalen Hurts' shoulder, who knows where it is, and there's just a sense they're trying to hold it all together for this final stretch of games. Well, and, and to be fair to Andy Reid in Kansas City, I don't think anybody ever publicly came out and said how bad the ankle sprain was for Mahomes before the AFC Championship. But all of us assumed, and maybe wrongfully so, that it was a legit high ankle sprain that if he if it was not the playoffs, he would have taken a week off. Do we know how badly sprained his ankle really was before that game with the Bengals? Well, you know, I thought they were maybe engaged in a little shenanigans, making it look fine when it was actually worse. Yep. And if it is fine, why aren't you making it look worse? Put him in a boot and have him hobble around just to make people think that he's not going to be 100%. They haven't played any of that. They have gotten him ready. He's gone out and played, and he has hobbled at times, but he fights through it. He's had two weeks to recover from the last time he's played, or will have had two weeks by the time they play in the game on Sunday. And he said this week that he feels fine. And I don't think this team has to play games. We see so much of that with football teams and coaches where they get into that whole cloak and dagger. They just have such confidence in what it is they do. They don't care. I'm hurt. I'm healthy. Whatever. I'll be ready to go either way, and you're going to have to deal with me on Sunday. Well, it looks like the Kansas City wide receivers are going to be good to go other than uh, Nicole Hardman, who already got, already got put on the injured list. If that were not the case, and they were severely hampered and not being able to practice all week long, do you think KC would have looked into OBJ? I was told more than a week ago that that's not a possibility. They weren't going to give him a tryout. They weren't inclined to put him on the practice squad and maybe have him available. There is a very strong premium they place on camaraderie, collegiality, familiarity among those Chiefs receivers, and it allows Patrick Mahomes to trust anyone who is on the field. It goes back to the offseason when he was spending time with the guys working out. Andy Reid told Chris Sims before the divisional round game that Mahomes would actually call Reid with input and feedback on what guys do well, what guys should be doing in the plays that they designed for the upcoming season. So that has been in place. Juju Smith-Schuster at one point during the season said that they bonded over playing Call of Duty online and talking to each other. You learn things about guys. You become comfortable. So Mahomes is comfortable with the guys he has. So those are the guys they're going forward with. They have enough bodies that they can suit up and play, and they're going to go with the guys that they have. And, look, if they would have gotten to a point where they just are completely out of, of people who play receiver, then they would have had to come up with something else and maybe they would have considered others at that point, but 
they're going to stick with the guys they have in lieu of anybody else, and that's been the plan all along. Well, Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com, NFL on NBC, with us from Radio Row in uh, in Arizona. So uh, go back to the Monday night flex schedule thing. So if I have this correctly and if I'm wrong, I know you'll correct me, by the way. Uh, Sunday night games get flexed out, I think, on Tuesdays. How would that work then with Monday night? When would they have to announce that? A t- because this is for going from Sunday night to Sunday afternoon. It's still the same day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume we're talking about teams getting kicked off Monday night and having to play the previous Sunday, right? Usually it's a 13-day minimum lag from when a game is flexed to when the game is going to be played for a Sunday. I don't know what the rules are going to be for Monday night. All I know is it's starting this year where it will be available late in the season to get bad Monday night games out of that spot, put a better game in there. I don't know if it's two weeks or what. But, look, once you cross that barrier and go from one day to the next, it shows that you ultimately don't care about the predicament it puts the fans in. Hey, sorry, you can't make the trip that you've had planned for three months. you got to sell the ticket. Oh, by the way, we've got an exclusive online ticket broker exchange that you can use, and we'll take a little taste as you sell those tickets to someone else. And, you know, it's, it's your issue when it comes to canceling your hotel rooms and dealing with your plane tickets, but they just don't care. It's yeah. more important to them to have maximum audience for the primetime games than it is to have people who are upset about the possibility or the reality that a game gets moved from Monday night to Sunday afternoon or from Sunday afternoon to Monday night. And the reality is everyone's on notice that you're assuming that risk when you decide to schedule that trip. Mike, is there any truth to the rumor that the four-day Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat will actually occur at your barn? And what is the chances that he decides to hang things up after this four-day retreat? He's welcome to come to my barn for four days. I cannot guarantee total darkness. Yeah. Your barn but, is dope, by the way. He, it I'll is cool. I'll lock him in there for four days if he wants, and he can <laughs> smoke all the ayahuasca or drink all the ayahuasca and smoke all the cannabis he wants or whatever else, peyote, <laughs> anything, mushrooms. Come, come, you know, we'll plug up the, the vent and keep it all in there in the, in the uh, chimney that we have coming out of our wood-burning stove. So, yeah, hey, I am more, more, more than happy to have him. This whole thing is just weird to me. And we're at the point where any crazy-ass thing you would come up with, whether it's something you ingest, something you do, whatever it is, some sort of enlightenment, the first person we think of now when we hear that someone's going to do that is Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know what this proves. I can't imagine being locked in a dark room for four days, much less four minutes. I mean, if you're ever in total darkness, it, it is a very distressing, disturbing thing and what what do you do what you just sit there is there a bed do you get food how do you get your food how's he feed himself right well hey and how do you take care of certain business that needs a curved seat with a receptacle underneath if you just kind of grope with your hand to find the curved seat i mean the whole thing is just weird to me but it doesn't surprise me and it also wouldn't surprise if he's trolling us all and he's really not even going to do it whether you know it may just be some some way that he's making yet another reference to the Raiders via the black hole. Yeah. He's going into a black hole for four days. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know. And also, if I'm a team that's thinking about acquiring him, there's a certain point where all this ju- stuff is just too weird for me. It's not like he is playing at a level that is so high that he gets an exemption 
from any of the weirdness that he brings along with him. Yeah, he's going to go into solitary confinement and come out with a bunch of bruises from banging into walls for four days, looking for the can, for God's sake. So, hey, who wins on Sunday? Give us your take. I like the Chiefs 27-24. to 24. I hope it's a close game just for selfish reasons. I think that Patrick Mahomes is the difference maker here. Even though the Chiefs on paper are the better team, you don't overlook Mahomes. You don't underrate Mahomes. He's never been the underdog in a playoff game in his entire career. Now, he's lost plenty of games in the postseason. I mean, they've, they've been to the AFC Championship five times, and they've only won a Super Bowl once. He's lost three times, either in the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl. But I think he understands the opportunity he has to try to catch Tom Brady, chase Tom Brady. And before you have any chance of getting to six or seven, you got to get to five. Before you get to five, you got to get to four. Before four, you got to get to three. Well, hey. first, you got to get to two. Wow. And this, hey, that's, my, that's the limit of my math. You don't I say. know how to count in reverse. <laughs> He's got to get to number two. And this it. is it. He's already had a chance before to get his second one, and it didn't work out. And he ended up being six behind Tom Brady after that instead of five because yep. Brady picked yep. up the win. I just think he understands the moment. I think the team rises to the occasion. I hope it's a close game with some sort of excitement at the end. Hopefully it won't be a bad call. Hopefully it will be determined by the skills and abilities of the players and the coaches. But I'm, I'm hoping for a great game, and, and we'll just cross our fingers and, and also pray that there isn't some sort of injury that throws yes. everything out of kilter early like we saw in the NFC Championship. Well, Dick and I, on your advice, are going to take Kansas City, and if we lose, we'll be living in your barn. Uh, Which is awesome. Our wives That'll are going to kick fine. us out, man. All right, listen, great stuff. Enjoy the week, and we'll catch you up next week. All right, pal? Thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see you, buddy. Mike Florio with us on the radio That's show. Cool. Likes Kansas City to win the whole thing on Sunday. That video of his barn That's that he posted cool. this yeah. week, yeah, it's very it cool. is sweet, yeah. man. Well, that's what happens when you have a barn, right? You can do whatever the hell you want. That's it right. literally is a barn. Yeah. My wife Your would wife tell can't me, say anything. you want to do what you want, go get a barn. That's well, right. Florio's got a barn. Hey, did you see this latest story about Russell Wilson? By the way, he <laughs> yes, might be I in did. some trouble. And I think Russell Wilson just wants, like, a lobotomy on the last seven months. Just a complete... Can we just do the whole thing over again? Are you talking about the flag football story? No, no. Or I'm talking about... So he's He might be in trouble. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. See, I'm not kidding you. He, uh, he's, he's creating a new meaning of quarterback. Have you seen this story yep. that I'm talking about? You have not, not seen yet. it. You have. All right, we'll talk about it next on Softy and Dick on 93.3 KJRFM. This is your one and only FM home for the NFL's national holiday. Super Bowl 57. Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. Now back to Softy and Dick. You know what's funny about this album, by the way? What's that? What's the name of the album? 1984. What year did it come out? 1984. Okay. Who's buried in Grant's tomb? 1984. <laughs>
40 years ago next year. 40 oh years my ago. God. This freaking thing. Panama, oh. jump, all weight, drop dead legs, the whole day. 40 freaking years ago next year, this album came out. This was the very first CD I ever bought was Van Halen really? 1984. Okay? And it's going to be 40 damn years old next year. My God, we're getting old. I bought the... For unlawful oh, carnal knowledge, CD, yeah. which you was after a this adult-themed DVD, you know what you did. <laughs> Admit it. Tell everybody. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. Everyone's yeah, Debbie does Dallas. Right. Uh, Jackson, you seen that show? I have. You have not. You're a liar. Huck sent me a link to it online. <laughs> 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 All-time uh, classic. Our buddy uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm telling you, this guy just cannot yeah, catch what's a freaking break. Well, the, the story that you were referencing. Roger Goodell spoke to the NFL media today in Arizona and, and says the reason why they're doing flag football at the Pro Bowl is because you got a phone call from Russell Wilson who suggested that there should be a flag football game instead of the Pro Bowl. Right. Like, nobody's ever suggested that, right? Yes. Nobody's ever said, hey, here's an idea. Let's have a flag football game. They've been saying that for 50 years. If it came sake, from so. Russ, then that's yes. all they needed. Russell gets the credit because Russell's the one that's got Goodell on speed dial on his iPhone. So that's not what I'm talking about. Headline, USA Today, and you tell me if Russell Wilson wants a redo in the last eight months. All right. Disturbing details emerge from Russell Wilson's foundation. Uh oh. Russell Wilson and his wife, Sierra, created the Why Not You Foundation back in 2014. On its official website, the nonprofit says it, quote, supports students' access to equal education opportunities children's health, and food security initiatives. A USA Today report, however, has cast doubt on these ideals. Jason Wolf carried out a six-month investigation wow. into the organization and found that just 24.3 cents of every dollar went towards charitable activities. Since the organization's inception, USA Today learned the Why Not You Foundation has spent more than half of its revenue on fundraising, administrative, and management expenses, including salaries of three people who have received almost $2 million combined, says USA Today. Now, to be fair to Russell Wilson, I don't know how other organizations like this operate. This may be par for the course for all I know. For and he could like also this. be totally separate from it, it could the be. shenanigans. He might be reimbursing people. I, I got no idea. All, all I know is this, and I'll just use the same line I've used the last couple of months. This guy is just getting beat to death, man. He just cannot catch a freaking yeah. break, Dick. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, he's stepping into something or running into somebody who's got some kind of axe yeah. to grind for whatever reason. You know, of all the things I could call Russell Wilson, mm -hmm. I don't criminal. think... I don't think Shady is one of them. Like, he just does. I think I'd like to think that we knew him well enough after a no. decade to yeah. know that he's not a shady character. People said the same thing about Eugene Robinson, pal. That's he true. got caught with a hooker the night before the biggest game of the year. So, I don't know, dude. I'm not, I'm, I, I would generally, until he proves otherwise, agree with you, mm -hmm. but you never know what's going on behind closed doors. I, I, I guess it just depends on how skeptical the person you really are, right? right? But, and again, maybe somebody can enlighten us on the air. I know there's a lot of organizations that raise a lot of money, and not every penny goes to actually supporting or helping somebody because they have people to pay. 
right? They may be nonprofits and outside of paying their people, nobody's taking, you know, any revenue. Nobody's making money off this thing outside of paying the people that run the damn thing. But like freaking GoFundMe, GoFundMe takes a gigantic percentage, right? When they have this, uh, the um, Devon Hamlin with his thing that he had oh, yeah. with the 8 million bucks for the, the toy drive. How much money is GoFundMe going to make off that thing? Lots of money, yes. hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, off that thing. So I, I don't know how fair this is. I don't know how legit this is. All I just know is this, is that it, it has been an unbelievable six months for Russell Wilson. Like, go back and think about what we were thinking about him and his standing in Seattle and his future and his perception by the NFL. He was about to be, I think at that point, the Walter Payton man of the year mm-hmm. in the entire NFL, I believe, in the first half of 2020. He's an MVP candidate. And then everything that you never thought you would hear said or thought about Russell Wilson is all getting compressed into like the last seven months. You think he wants to do it over? I, I, I guarantee you, think, you he does. You think, but you think he would rather be a Seattle Seahawk right now? Well, that's a good question. I don't know if he'd rather be a Hawk. I think he'd rather do it over in Denver and not sure. do things the way he did that. I mean, let's rewind it. <laughs> let's rewind it a full year, year and right. a half, however long we need to rewind it to where the relationship with the Seahawks was not irreparably broken. Right, right. Do you think he'd rather do it over and be a Seahawk? Yeah, well, maybe. Um, I don't know. Probably not. I think he was ready to move on. I know this, that the Hawks would not like to do it over again, right? Uh, no. They would not Neither like to would do Hawk it over fans. again. I mean, just, just think of the... The turd sandwiches that the Seahawks escaped from with this guy, right? I mean, the salary, the losses, the controversy, the Jake Heaps thing, this thing, people just hammering the guy, making fun of him, taking shots at him. I mean, they they got out. They left the mountain base camp right before the thing blew and spewed volcano lava all over the freaking place. So it's just another example, man. It may be a small one, Dick, but another example of how the Seahawks just, they totally fleeced Denver. They got, and and this is the the take on this today. This may change in a year from now, obviously, once Sean Payton gets his hands on Russell Wilson. But every freaking day, Pete Carroll and John Schneider are getting a little bit of a tidbit, like a little morsel of information yep. that just makes them feel great about making that deal. You would be paying Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Jamal Adams, and Tyler Lockett in 2024, right? $122 million. God. That's over 50% of the cap for four players. For which players again? DK, yep. Lockett, yep. Russ, and Jamal. Okay, got it. Right. 50% yeah, of the cap. Ridiculous. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> you got to fill the rest of your team with 50% of a salary cap. All right. Here's what I want to do next. Uh, I want to talk LeBron after last night. All right. uh, Kevin Harlan's going to join us at 5 o'clock tonight. We got two more pairs. Is that right, Jackson? That's of right. Uh, Andrea Bocelli tickets for the May the 14th show at Climate Pledge Arena. Get your tickets at climatepledgearena.com, ticketmaster.com. Valentine's Day is coming up. So uh, if you're the kind of guy that has no freaking idea what to buy your wife, girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, whatever, for Valentine's Day. Uh, You can win a pair of tickets to go see Andrea Bocelli at uh, Climate Pledge Arena on May the 14th. Uh, Here's what we're going to do. Kevin Harlan's going to join us at 5 o'clock tonight. And there is no better, I think, broadcaster right now to ask about Jordan versus LeBron than Kevin because he called Jordan and he called LeBron. I, I think, and he might bring this up, that Kevin may have called LeBron's very first game when I think he was 17 during a preseason game, by the way, wow. when he got drafted by the Cavaliers. So nobody knows these guys better than him. 
All right? So we'll ask him at 5 o'clock. Who do you think he will say is the greatest between those two? Jordan or LeBron? Maybe he'll say somebody else. So we'll ask him at 5 o'clock. You text us your first and last name and the player that you think Kevin will say is the greatest of all time, the 49451. Anybody with the right answer, we'll just throw you into the, what do you call it, the randomizer, daily (laughs) randomizer 2000. We'll pick two people from the correct answers, and we'll give somebody, two people, a pair of seats for that great show uh, at Climate Pledge with Andrea Bocelli on May the 14th. So get him in now. We're going to come back and talk about this because this is going to, Dick, split families apart, this debate between LeBron and Jordan. It is unbelievable. Like I said to you last segment, I don't know of any sports debate out there where one side thinks the other side is a complete dipstick if they don't agree with their side. We'll come back and talk about it next on 93.3 KJRFM. This is your one and only FM home for the NFL's national holiday. Super Bowl 57. Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. Now back to Sophie and Dick. All right, 346 right here on Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. Petros Papadakis will join us coming up next segment. He is the local president of the LeBron James Fan Club in Southern California. Petros, did you know that, by the way? I did not know that. He's got a giant life size. What, 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 what's the thing? Called? The fat head. Yeah, fat head. He's got a big fat head of LeBron uh, from his Cavalier days, Miami days, and Laker days above his bedroom in Palos Verdes, California. Are you being facetious about I'm his love being for LeBron? Very facetious and sarcastic. He cannot stand LeBron James. Okay. So if he, he and Hugh Millen. If he saw, I well, poof, that's a good question. Who dislikes LeBron more? Four nine four five one. Hugh or Petrus? Well, <laughs> you heard Hugh last week with you, right? Oh, God. When he was on the air. Yes. Wait till you hear Petros coming up next segment. So. Look, and and that's part of this, right? Part of this whole thing. And I saw Rex Chapman's tweet last night where he said, I can't understand why people don't like LeBron. I'm like, okay, what do you mean you don't understand it? I mean, you may not agree with it, Mm -hmm. which is totally fine. But if you don't understand why some people don't like LeBron, then you're just not paying attention. (laughs) Your head's in the sand. I mean, there's a ton of people that don't like LeBron because of his politics and tweets and he's divisive and all that stuff and i'm not saying i agree or disagree but i know why people don't like him i mean hell millen's told you on the air a thousand times why he doesn't like lebron james so i don't think it's a matter of understanding i think it's a matter of just what do you think do you agree with that do you like the guy do you allow the politics and the tweets and all that stuff uh some people think he's a hypocrite. Uh, you know, do you allow all that to cloud your judgment when it comes to deciding who's a better basketball player? Because I agree with you, Dick, what you said in the opening segment of the show that we're talking about who's a better player, right? Yes. Period. We're talking about what happened on the court. That's it. If you want to, you know, use the other stuff to help influence your decision, then that's your problem. But if we're talking about who's a better running back and you're involving OJ Simpson, and you allow what happened off the field to play a role, then he's obviously done because he killed two people, for God's sake. So I understand why people don't like LeBron, but when it comes to the basketball player, I'll just say this, that I've never seen a guy at his size do what he can do, number one. And I also think you got to give the guy a ton of credit because ever since he was 15, 16 years old, when he was on the cover of SI, mm-hmm. did they call him the chosen one? Yes, and ESPN right? was covering his high school games. Right, exactly. For him to have that kind of pressure and expectation placed on him and then actually deliver yeah. on that is 
amazing. The only guy that's more impressive in that regard Tiger. is Tiger Woods. That's it. They're in a, they're in a class by themselves. When he was three years old. Yeah. Right? I mean, the Williams sisters obviously would be on that list too. But for the amount of expectations and pressure that were put on that guy and for him to actually go out and deliver on everything everybody was expecting him to do is crazy. Well, and I just think that LeBron is a moving target as well. I mean, I don't know how anybody can have a final opinion on LeBron James in 2023, let alone have a final opinion on LeBron James. Hell, Eldridge or Kasner had a final opinion on LeBron in like 2015. <laughs> well, his I mean, career's not over yet. Like 2015, yeah, he was like, yeah. he is not better than Jordan. He will never be better than Jordan. I was like, well, L, I love you, man, but... How do you know? Like, how do you know what the next eight years and and LeBron James just continued to play like he did not decline like every single other player in every sport. He just doesn't decline. It's unbelievable. Well, and I think I think one of the things that separates him from Michael Jordan for me, I know that Michael Jordan early in his career played on some pretty bad Chicago teams and the Wizards weren't very good, obviously. Mm -hmm. But once he got rolling, they won all the time. Like, LeBron's played on some bad basketball teams. He's yeah, and he a, took them to the finals. He's on a bad basketball team right now. Jordan never right? took a bad sure. team to the finals. Well, well, I mean, that's up for debate, though, right? I mean, he had Kevin Love. He had Kyrie Irving. I mean, no, I don't he know. took the boogie. He took the, right. the first sure. Cleveland team sure. to the finals. But then the other argument there, I mean, we could be here all day doing this. I think it's fun as hell, by the it way. Is. The other side of it is how good is the Eastern Conference when he did that? Right. How good is the defense when he did that? You know, I happen to think the NBA was a lot tougher to score on back when Michael Jordan played basketball versus right now. Uh, Was it last year when they started changing the rules and you saw, like, teams scoring 140 points a game? Yeah, last couple years it has spiked. But, I mean, the the impressive thing I think about LeBron is he has played through multiple eras of basketball and multiple rule changes. And, you know, I saw it today. You always ask me, what do I learn on the Colin Colin Coward show? Oh, yeah. What did Dick (laughs) learn on the Colin Coward show? He split his career. He talked about his first five years being in kind of that rough-and-tumble Michael Jordan era of basketball. Mm -hmm. And then the next five years kind of transition into the more wide open and then the last 10 years being the the era of the three-point shot right and it showed his points per game and it was 27 27 and 27 yeah like it doesn't matter the era he was an elite basketball he's fantastic i mean look i mean nobody's going to debate that if you do debate that then that's just silly you tell me there's people that actually say that LeBron is not an elite Some basketball think player. Kobe's better than LeBron. Well, and there, there there are people that think that, and he may have been <laughs> better think than LeBron. It's unbelievable. I don't know. Well, look, I mean, but what what are we basing this on? Is it just points scored? Is it stats? Are we talking about numbers? Is that the only thing that we're going to base? It? Is it number of championships, or do you just look at what your eyes tell you? You know, Jordan was six six. Is that right? Six mm-hmm. five, and mm-hmm. LeBron is six nine two fifty. Okay, so he plays a different style of basketball. I prefer Michael Jordan style of basketball more than I prefer LeBron James style. It's a more aesthetically pleasing. There's no question. But the difference for me with LeBron versus MJ, and this is not LeBron's fault. If LeBron James had come around in the '80s, maybe he would have gotten the Gatorade song. Maybe he would have gotten Space Jam. Maybe he would have had the impact on the uh, on Nike that Michael Jordan had. Right, but he came along. And it was must-see TV every time he was playing on television. Every time. And I don't know if people feel that way about LeBron. Maybe they do. It's why I was asking you this morning on Twitter when you threw out the thing about his appearance at the crossover. 
last yes. summer, which yeah. was a freaking circus, right? Um, unbelievable. So my question to you is this, and I'm, 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 I'm genuinely curious. If we had the NBA and LeBron had been here every year for 14 years in a row, would it still have been that nuts like it was last summer? I mean, Kevin Durant sold out a freaking preseason game. Remember when they came here with the Warriors right. against Sacramento? Yeah. Because he hadn't been here for a decade. So I wonder how much of that is because of our situation with the NBA. And I wonder if LeBron James has that hysteria reaction that we had as kids for Michael Jordan. Is he getting that right now from kids all across the country? Maybe he is. I don't know. You tell me. Well, I think if he came and played in a 2,000-seat arena that, that you could line up and get free tickets for, I think you absolutely was. Now, because he hadn't been here, I think that's obviously what made that what sent it over the top. But the place would have been absolutely packed even if he'd have came you know, two months before to, to play the Sonics because yeah. a lot of those kids that were at that game at SPU – Probably aren't paying 150 bucks a seat to go LeBron, see oh, LeBron sure. James at Climate right. Pledge Arena. Right. No, no doubt. No doubt. And look, maybe it's I wasn't a, paying 150 yeah. bucks when I was 15 years old to go to well, go see a LeBron James. That's for sure. And and there's there's obviously apples to oranges comparisons, right? I mean, it's different with social media, with all the ways you can watch basketball. Michael Jordan, you had to take the one game that NBC gave you, and it was usually Michael Jordan. Right. I just remember, and I don't know, maybe this is a better question for the kids. When Michael Jordan had the basketball in his hand on television, you would stop what you yes, were you doing would. to watch him yes, play. Does LeBron James do the same thing? I think he does for a lot of people. I don't know if he does for the breadth of people because there is that dislikability thing that that's out there that Jordan didn't have. But Donald Watts gave us the greatest quote last week when he was on when he was on with me. He said, "LeBron James is about to be the leading scorer in the history of the game, and we don't even know if scoring is his best attribute. Yeah, passing might be. That is right. unbelievable. Right. He'd be right. an elite power forward, an elite small forward, an elite shooting guard, an elite point guard if he wanted to be. Well, and I would just also ask this: if we're going to say that he's the best player now that he has a scoring title, then you better have said that Kareem was the best player up until last night because he had the scoring title, and nobody says Kareem's the best player of all time. Maybe they should." Maybe they should have said that Kareem's the best player of all time. We're going to break. Uh, Kevin Harlan joining us at 5 o'clock. He's doing the Bucks lakers tomorrow. We'll ask him who he likes between Le- uh, LeBron and MJ at 5 o'clock tonight. Petros Papadakis, the president of the Southern California LeBron James Fan Club, will join us next on 93.3 KJRFM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus